after you win millions of dollars, who do you hire first? An accountant or a hype man? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. I thought that we could do a podcast on the lottery this week, since... Did you buy a bunch of scratch tickets for us to scratch? I didn't. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> we should have got scratch tickets. Let's go to the store and get scratch tickets. Since, you know, last week it was crazy. Everybody was like, oh, I gotta buy a ticket, I gotta buy a ticket. I'm gonna win Powerball, I'm gonna win Mega Millions, whatever. Why do people play the lottery, first of all? I mean, you know you're not gonna win. You don't know. What, yeah, what if you do? Always, there is a winner. Do you guys is that hope, dude? Do you guys play the lottery normally? I used to. I used to fucking all the time. Did you win? Uh most I've ever won. I've won a grand a couple times. Okay. And how much do you think that you've spent on it? Oh, I def I definitely spent more than I won. Yeah. You know. But I mean, even much? adding up like the little, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't even hazard a guess. Too much. Way too much. Okay. I mean, if you're going to do one, you do like the $1 billion one. Because you don't want to waste your win on like a $1,000 win. You're, you're, you're done. That's how that works. Yeah, you can't win twice. Yeah, a $5 ticket. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can't win twice. You you blew your big win. Well, your I big win was I've a thousand. won 1000 a couple times, so I did win twice. All right. Well, it's definitely not happening three Boom, times. Boom. Your theory has been disproven. Well, now... My brother hit ten grand once on a scratchy. Yeah, not twice. Um... Did he hit it twice? Maybe he did. He didn't. You don't even know him. Don't I know. You call him. my brother a liar, Ryan. Yeah. Don't you dare call my brother a liar. Your brother's a goddamn liar. God damn it! I have to go, Sean. <laughs> Are you gonna defend my brother, Sean, or do I have to defend my brother? Boy. Yeah, I mean, you probably shouldn't talk about Mike McMorrow that way. Sean knows him. Sean's met him. He's yeah. come out to uh, pick a side, stupid. Good guy. At Maggie's Lounge. All right, here's the question. When you won $1,000, wait, was it scratch tickets? Was it like, Scratch tickets. Okay. What was, what was the reaction? How excited were you? I was pretty pumped. But I was hoping that it was going to be a million. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... Well, I'm figuring that during the debate, we're going to write a lot of questions about what you would do if you won, like, a few million. That's, like, when you change your lifestyle. You didn't win that 1000 and go, like, ho, ho. It's easy street now. Well, you know, I did it, when I bought more scratch tickets, thinking that I was going to win. More money, I thought, oh, now I'm definitely going to hit big. For my father's birthday one year, he was like, "No one get me anything besides scratch tickets," and he got like six hundred dollars worth of scratch tickets. He walked away with like a hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, so that so, was the it's so painful thing. when that happens, yeah. man. You know, and I, I think that's what like I was like, I'm never doing this. Like that's dumb. I hit. Uh, but what I, do people think? Do they think that the, that the lottery <laughs> just prints them out like randomly? Like ah, we don't know how many winners there are out there. Maybe it will be more than we make off of this. Like you know that you're losing money every time that you make that purchase, right? Yeah, but you're always hoping for that one big one that, that make, negates that whole loss, you know? Yeah. It's like all of a sudden, boom, you're, you're waiting to scratch off that four mil and be like, 
fuck yeah, now I'm going to get some respect in this world, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, when, when my grandfather died on my mother's side, they were cleaning out all the stuff at his place, and uh, and they found, like, this laundry basket of scratch tickets. Oh, just no. completely oh, yeah. full. They're like $20 scratch tickets. Like, he had, like, over ten grand in, like, losing tickets yeah. in that thing. Was he keeping them to like so if he wins big? But that's he the thing. yeah, he keeps them like, in case he wins big. Do. But like, but he spent that he, much on them. Did he, yeah. or was he like one of them guys that would pick them up if he saw? He them? wouldn't pick them up, but like if you had them, like if it was like Christmas and everybody's doing scratch tickets, he'd be like, hand them over. Yeah, you know, afterwards. Well, yeah, that's. But he's not like he's not like bending over in front of the Seven Eleven and picking up the random scratchies out there. Yeah. You just go to 7-Eleven and go to that sad blue table and look at the trash barrel next to it and just empty it into your pocket. <laughs> That's what I miss about, uh, remember Random Taunton, the dog track? Do you ever used to go to the dog I've track? I've been there a couple of times when I was younger, Dude, yeah. Talk about the lottery. That was, I fucking love that place. Really? Yeah, I, we used to go like every Saturday for Super Effective Saturday for the dog races and, uh, fucking... See, I yeah. like that better than, uh, better than like just playing a scratch ticket because you're still... You're out in like the. Oh, I was playing scratch you're... tickets while the dogs were <laughs> while the dogs were racing. But but you're out on like the stands. You're like in these bleachers. There's like a whole day about. Yeah, it it's, now. it's... Yeah. All right, here's my question then. If you won, let's say you won the Mega Millions and it was like six hundred million, right? Dude, what, that's what's... about half of a billion dollars. Sean. You just said a couple million, but now we're yeah. yeah let's that. let's imagine it's we're six, in the one percent territory. Let's imagine right? it's the six hundred million take home, or are we going just you take, know, home. take home because it was over a billion. That's you're gonna, after taxes. You're gonna take home six hundred million. Yeah, uh, I've already paid taxes, and you're not taking it to your home, right? You're taking it to a new home. I'm no, probably not. <laughs> you're is, just gonna go back uh, to your that. Home. Is all being wired. I'm not touching anything. What? So, what's your biggest concern after you win that money? Uh, have I dropped out of a heart attack? <laughs> that is probably my biggest concern, legitimately. That you would just have a heart would, attack. That I would when you up. win six hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had a stent in my heart. You know, I have. Uh, I'm an elder boy. <laughs> you know, you never know that kind of excitement. Fuck, dude, bury me with the ticket, Nicole. Please don't cash it and find a new boy. <laughs> I don't blame her. I'd do it myself. <laughs> All right, so Ryan, what would be your biggest concern if you won six hundred million dollars? Six hundred. I wouldn't know what to. Do. I don't know how to handle. I think that's my biggest concern is just what do you like? Like you have that ticket, you take it in there. They give you a check. Do you put it in one bank? You can't put it in one bank account. That's a sucker move, right? Like because you're only covered no, up to hundred. First thing you do is sign the fucking ticket. You got to sign the ticket immediately. Right, so that so nobody can fucking nobody else can cash it in. I do that when I give somebody a scratch ticket. (laughs) Go ahead, scratch it, dude. We're gonna be pals for life. (laughs) My my concern would be if I won like six hundred million dollars. My concern would be that I would like give it all away to people. I think I would do. I think I'd be like, all right, that would be your main concern. Yeah, like I'd be afraid that I'd like, like right now, I'm afraid that I would just like, oh, dude, spend it on everybody else. That would be awesome, though, dude. There would, I would would, clean up like my close family's debt, and then I'd be my friends, my close friends, I'd be like, listen, I'm gonna take a million dollars. And we're just going to go And you're going to fight crazy. over it. And then we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this million dollars and you motherfuckers will fight to the death for my love. <laughs> we're going to do awesome shit. We're going to do it where someone else has insurance, so I'm not liable. <laughs> Hell, I'll pick you up can buy the insurance. insurance. Yeah, dude, yeah. we'll get a group plan. All right, then. So here's the second question. 
you win six hundred million dollars, Bill. What's the first thing that you're doing? I don't. Even what do you know. buy first? What's the first thing you buy? I'd probably a vacation. Like I'd go somewhere fucking badass. Like I just, me and Nicole would go to, I don't even know, Fiji Islands. Yeah. Bora Bora. Where? where how are you flying there? The Galapagos Islands. Fucking private jet, whatever. Private 600 jet. Six hundred million. I I got. Yeah, you can get a jet. I mean, I'm not. No, I don't need to buy a jet. No, no, no. I mean, you can private. charter a yeah. jet. I didn't mean you can get a jet. Like yeah. that would be a. Well, maybe not. That even would be a waste one. of money I'm at fly, that point. But I'm definitely flying first class <laughs> at this point, right? Like I don't have to be silly with it. I would definitely fly first class before I ever chartered a jet because I've never flown first class and I want to know what that's like. I'd probably be like, I want my seat to be in the shitter, like you know, whole plane. Ryan, what are you doing? First thing, $600 million in your bank account tomorrow. Dude, I shoot so low. Like, I have no idea. I'd buy something dumb. I know I'd be, eventually buy something dumb, but I'd be like, oh, I could buy, like, that thing and feel guilt-free, but, like a video game, because I don't play video games. And when I buy them, I'm like, yeah, I play it for 10 minutes, and I'm like, I'm over it. And I'm like, that I was could, a waste. I could I finally stupid. buy that Mona Lisa I was looking at. <laughs> I'm more of a Picasso guy. <laughs> Could finally get those six Jackson Pollock paintings that probably get a nice jacket. <laughs> okay, so I looked it up since you mentioned the Mona Lisa. I was wondering if you could purchase that with six hundred million. million. What's that? One hundred forty-seven million. Ryan, do you care to take a guess? No, it's only like fifty-two million. Okay, so Guinness World Records lists the Mona Lisa as having the highest insurance value for a painting in history, on permanent display in the Louvre Museum in Paris. The Mona Lisa was assessed at U.S. $100 million on December 14th, 1962. Taking inflation into account, the 1962 value would be around $620 million in 2016. I couldn't even buy... You couldn't buy a painting with that $600 million. I could buy the majority of it. I could be like, don't give me the frame. <laughs> Cut it out of the frame and I'll just take the, roll it up. I'm bringing it home. I got an elastic. <laughs> 620 million, dude. Yeah. So, so Mona Lisa is off the table. You can't get it. But other, you could get other artwork, I'm sure. So I would, the day after I won, I would just start looking, I would start, looking at locations for a comedy club like that so was what you would do what would i would open? i would absolutely open a comedy club would you uh be involved with the day-to-day or would you just open a chain of them across the country no one club 600 million dollars one dude. club yeah but i don't care about having a chain across the country i'm not in it for making money at this point 600 yes. million dollars i don't care I just oh, want a yeah. place. You're not in it to make money because once you get your first 600 million, it's all over. <laughs> all right. I just yeah, want a place. Where's the next 600 yeah, million? That's where, what you're worried about. Where's that next 600 mil coming? Yeah, I wouldn't care. Uh, you know, one nice place. We build it exactly the way that we want. It's you know, we can do that's shows in there Cleo all the time. Licking herself. We we promote herself. the hell out of them. We pay more money in advertising than we rightfully should. We lose money every year on this club. But it's the best time. That's what I would do. How many Guys. seats? At the at the venue? Yeah. At my comedy club? Yeah. I think like two fifty. All right. Two fifty. That's, That's like size. a perfect venue. comedy club. It's big, but not too big, you know? Guys, if I win six hundred million, I'm never telling another fucking joke <laughs> again. I'm done. How many, how many, wave and just walk how many off. 
how, how many tickets do you think Trump bought? <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I wish there was a website that tracked how many Powerball and Mega Millions tickets. You know, he like went to the lottery commission Dude, he, and, he, and, he, and, and he's that. like, hey, is there any way that we, I mean, I'm the president, like I kind of deserve yeah. this. I bet he spent a lot of hat money on tickets, man. <laughs> I looked it up, so if you wanted some artwork, you could buy Starry Night by Van Gogh. That's a beautiful it's about painting. $100 million. That sucks. But, no, is that an insurance estimate, though? Right? Well, yeah, that's I mean, I don't think that worth. they're... That's, that's what they value it at, yeah, is $100 million. Yeah. yeah, but what happens if Van Gogh comes back to life? Then that thing's not worth shit. Because no one liked him when he was alive. Van Gogh's not going to come back to... He might. No, I don't, I'm pretty sure he's not. Yeah, you don't have enough money to get that done. Well, I, I mean, I would love to see it if you tried, but I think it would be... I mean, Probably turn into like a pet cemetery thing. I won the $1.5 I'm going to get him back to life just to ruin your... Well, pocket. I'm going to fucking bring something back to fight him with... I'll get Leonardo da Vinci's corpse reanimated or whatever I got to do. I'm not going to be a sucker, Ryan. <laughs> okay. So, last question. We wasted all our money trying to reanimate these two dead artists. It's not even possible. You don't even have that kind of money. I just picture Ryan behind Van Gogh's dead body just like holding a brush with his hand. (laughs) in his mouth. (laughs) Oh my god, he did it. Just strokes on the canvas with Ryan guiding him. And moving his mouth going, I can't hear you. And Ryan just gets mad and puts him in a submission hold. <laughs> I knew he was dead. Killed him again. <laughs> Money wasted. <laughs> hey, Bill McMorrow. Thanks for being my guest this Imagine week. Imagine if I hit the lottery on the way home playing. What was the number that we just said? And Ryan, thank you, Ryan Shea, for being six, my guest. 6096. Is that what it was? Yeah. Can we? We'll play it back. We'll play it back. <laughs> All right, come down and join us some Friday Thanks, night at Maggie's Lounge. We'll be there every Friday at 7 p.m. Different debate every week. Meatball pizza is really good. I just wanted to say that. I'm not being paid to plug the meatball pizza. I just enjoy it. But yeah, come down and have a pizza. Have two. Bring you, bring you loved ones. It's that time again. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. The only comedy debate show willing to tackle the lottery curse. Everybody wants to hit the lottery. Uh, In my research leading up to this show this week, what I found out is that people that hit the lottery don't do so well after they've hit the lottery. A lot of them are like, man, I wish I hadn't won $20 million. Uh, So a couple of examples. There was one guy... Who uh, he won he won the lottery. Um, then he had a big family dinner to celebrate, and then he died that night. <laughs> and then the autopsy showed that uh, he died of cyanide poisoning. So somebody in his family poisoned him because <laughs> they wanted his money. And the most surprising part of this all is that the jackpot he hit was six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Could you imagine your, your relatives offing you and you hadn't even hit a million? Probably one of the most despicable acts there was, was there was a woman that hit Powerball. I think it, I think it was Powerball. She hit for 13 million. 
when she went to when she went to sign the thing, her hand was shaking so bad because she was in her 70s. Her hand was shaking so bad she asked her son to sign it, and her son signed it with his name and then took all the money. Yes. So. It's weird, they call it a lottery curse, but a lot of times it's just like people are dumb. I'm reading up on these things that have happened to people after they won millions of dollars, and they're like, there was a guy, Jack Whitaker was his name. He had a half a million dollars stolen out of his car because he left $500,000 in cash in his car in the parking lot of a strip club. Like, parking lot of a strip club is gonna be like one of the top three places to not leave $500,000 in your car. I would have, I say I have a general rule, don't even leave more in your car than your car is worth. Let's get the show started, yeah? So this week it's all about lottery. Uh, we have five categories. The categories are family, work, travel, Bank, and bank could be like anything that you do with the money. It's how you're spending your money, is what I'm saying with bank. And reality, these things are based in, uh, a lot of times, true stories, things that have happened to people that were playing the lottery, stuff like that. I will invite two comics up. The person that decides to go first gets to decide which side of the debate they're on. They argue that point. Second person has to take the other side no matter what. They each get one minute. And then they each get a 30-second rebuttal. At the end of that three minutes of arguing, I will choose a winner. I am the only judge. And when you agree with me, I would like for you to cheer. Give that a shot right now. Okay. But, you know, I'm human. I make mistakes. So, if you think that I made a mistake and you uh, think I moved on the wrong person, I would like for you to boo me. Give that a shot right now. <laughs> Bill just flipped a table over. Okay. Yeah, that's going to play well on the podcast. Next up, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Alex Jampapa. Bill, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Alex, what category would you like? Ah, uh, all right. I want to do. I want to do one I'm not super familiar with, so let's do reality. Let's do reality. Great. Okay. That's fantastic. Uh, Thanks for having me. This is the only show I've ever done where the show calls me stupid. I've never. This is the only yeah. show you've done where they've called you stupid? <laughs> okay, Alex. Sorry. Your question is, uh, what's the more surprising purchase by someone that won millions of dollars on the lottery within the last couple years? 500 turkeys for the poor or a storage container to live in? Well, uh, first off, in spirit of our current political climate, anyone that disagrees with me is a Nazi. Now, moving on. 
I would probably say the 500 turkeys for the poor. Uh, I would imagine that when you become a rich person, you immediately stop thinking about poor people. That seems to be the route for me. Um, so I don't know why a wise authoritarian would ever try to feed the poor, when really they're just going to rise up and take you down. Okay. I didn't plan on using the full minute. What do I do from That's here? That's fine. You can hand it over to Bill. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Bill McMorrow is a Marxist. I'm a Nazi, but I'm a Marxist. Let's get a fucking uh, name calling straight. What, what's my choice then? Uh, that it's more surprising that you would uh, pay for a storage bin to live in. For myself to live in? Yeah. Yeah, I'd buy one of those. Why would you buy 500 turkeys for poor people? They don't even have ovens. What are you giving poor people turkeys for? They can't cook them. What are you going to... You know how expensive it is to raise a turkey? He's a pet now, and you're putting that burden on this family? They already can't send their kid to summer camp. The kid already has to stay there. And Well, I guess since they're already there, they could stay and watch the turkey. If you guys don't think I'm leaving this place and buying a scratch ticket immediately after this show, you haven't been paying attention at all. That's my modus operandi. I feel lucky now. Unless I lose this debate, in which case, ah, fuck it. I'm still going to buy a ticket because my luck's going to change. Do they have a lottery machine in here? They should have Keno at this fucking place. Time. Well, uh, what my opponent, who, by the way, does accept corporate handouts, failed to mention is that uh, these poor people could get literally thousands of eggs from the turkeys, because turkeys lay eggs. Turkeys do lay eggs, in fact. We don't eat turkey eggs, but I'm pretty sure, I'm like 65% sure the turkeys do indeed lay eggs. Get with it, Bill, get with it. Wake up. Time. Vote. I left my phone down there. I could have Googled if turkeys lay eggs. They don't lay eggs. Poor people don't have refrigerators to put the fucking eggs in. What are you doing? Now they got turkeys that they're raising, and they got to keep all these eggs around. That they, What are they going to... I guess Halloween comes around. They can sell eggs to kids to throw at people. But besides that... Besides that, what did I do? Who did I give? I bought a storage unit. You guys should come over and see it. It's pretty cool. It's, it's a couple... Time. All right, I got to hand the win here to Bill McMorrow. All right. Sean, thank you. Thank you. Next up, everybody, please welcome Jer Palapple and Jeremiah Broderick. <laughs> Jeremiah, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Jer, what category would you like? Uh, let's do work. Work. Okay. Well, this is a pretty qu easy question by Steve Albert. Uh, he asks, if you hit the lottery, millions of dollars, and you kind of like your job, do you quit anyway? No, I don't quit, because I'm going to show up in the best car with the best clothes and just do my job regular. Just really rub it into everybody's faces probably throw money at my coworkers as I'm just like typing up like instead of emails I'm just going to get 
a wad of hundreds and throw it across the room and be like, hey, money's talking now. <laughs> I'll probably get fired before I quit. I'm still gonna show up there. I'm just not gonna take their check every week. How freeing is that gonna, I'm gonna quit, come back, and nap on my desk. We've all wanted to do that. I think we should admit it. I'm gonna show up each week, being a dick, and there's, what are they gonna do? They can't kick, they could kick me out, but they probably won't. I'm still collecting that check, and I'm gonna open it in front of my coworkers and drop my monocle and say, oh, money to wipe my ass with. <laughs> How's your mortgage? And then, uh, probably when I find out that my car's been keyed by everybody, probably buy a new one and leave it in the lot. Yeah. People are really excited for me to speak. I'm glad. I'm really glad about that. Yeah, all, all jokes still work better if I don't work there. I'm just gonna show up, peer over a man's shoulder, look at his check, and just shrug it off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I gotta hand the win here to Jir Palapple. Man, it's like sometimes when I'm editing the podcast, I can hear the background noise. But hardly ever you do hear everybody unify in a happy birthday song. I don't know if that's going to be better or worse. Like, if it's normally, they're just they're like, oh, there's people talking in the background, whatever. But like now they're going to be like imagining the whole scenario. So, all right. Uh, next up, everybody, please welcome Angela Sawyer and Theo Constantinos. Okay, Angela, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I guess I'll go second. Okay, Theo, what uh, category would you like? Uh, I'd like to do bank. Bank, okay. All right. This is a, this is a good one, I think. Uh, your question is from Katie Dungar. She asks, after you win millions of dollars, who do you hire first? An accountant or a hype man? A hype man, because there are going to be a lot of people trying to get money from me and trying to, uh, yeah, trying to bring me down, say I owe them a lot of stuff, and I, I'm going to need some positive reinforcement. I'm going to need some dude just being like, no, don't listen to your parents. you got to buy that yacht. No, you don't owe them shit. Let's face it, when I win millions of dollars, I'm going to hire uh, a team of construction workers and a, buy a bulldozer and then bury my roommate Eric in money until he dies. <laughs> and upon his death, I'm going to then need to buy a bunch of lawyers to get me out of jail and probably an accountant to count the money that his like, suffocation didn't ruin.
if I had a hype man, I would have lost that roommate a long time ago. I wouldn't have needed somebody to waste my money burying that shit. I, if I had a hype man, that would be quickly followed by like a team of butlers. Uh, let me be clear, I don't live with Eric anymore. I already lost him, I just still hate him. And also, I have a hype man that I carry with me everywhere I go. I call it my ass. <laughs> I hand the win here to Angela Sawyer. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Ethan Diamond and Joe Palmer. Ethan, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. First, okay. And what category would you like? Uh, I'll take realty, please. Reality. Reality. <laughs> okay, so this is based on um, two things that actually happened, obviously. Uh, after somebody won the lottery. So let me know which one of these people you would act more like. Uh, better way to let your family know that you care about them after you win the lottery. Cars for mom and dad or boob jobs for your sisters? Answer here. Uh, uh, definitely boob jobs for my sisters. Clearly, right? Like, they've always wanted it. They, I don't want them working double shifts at the ice cream shop and coming home with sticky arms and sprinkles. And then my dog spends all of my time with them because she loves the sprinkles and then I don't get to pet my dog. When they come home, this is a real problem in my life. Uh, who am I to deny my sister's fake material goods? My parents have like 10 cars. We're already rich. It makes the question awkward. <laughs> am I supposed to lie about that? He has 10 cars. He's, what, what am I gonna do? Buy him an 11th car, then I have to buy him a garage? He already has 10 garages. You guys are all jealous. All right, I'm gonna buy my parents a car or multiple cars because my mom got a boob job when I was a kid and it led to divorce. So I'm buying cars to keep the family together because I'm not a divorce-ridden bastard buying my sister's new boobs, all right? They're fine just the way they are. I love them for them. And my mom needs a car. I know, it wasn't great. We'll get there. Round two. Well, I, I'm just, I'm not a divorce-ridden bastard. Oh, you are. Oh. Is that, how's that working out? Oh, okay. Uh, well, look, if, uh, if your sisters have sweet tits, guys will just buy them cars. And you can just give those cars to your parents. Or whoever your parents decide to remarry, whatever. I'm, re I'm really sorry about you folks. Yeah. 
If guys are buying my sister's cars, they're gonna get married someday. Then they'll get divorced. I know this is sensitive to you, Sean, I'm sorry. But divorce is not great. Cars are all right. Cars are greater than boobs, I'm sorry. That's it. <laughs> Time. <laughs> okay, uh, I gotta hand the win here to Ethan Diamond. Joe, you lost me when you said divorce is not good. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Kyle Mangan and Sean Connolly. Okay, Kyle, would you like to go first or second? I'll do second. Okay, Sean, what category would you like? Uh, let's do travel. Travel. All right. This is the first uh, first one that anybody asked yeah. for. That. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so, after winning the lottery, mm -hmm. uh, you're traveling home, uh, and you bought every seat in first class so no one would bother you. As you're waiting, you notice exactly as many soldiers as there are seats waiting on standby trying to get home for the holidays. For the holidays? Okay. Do you give it up for the troops? Yes or no? Oh, I take a big old kneel. I just sit in that first class and I just, I just watch them walk by. <laughs> Bill, you pissed about that one? <laughs> So I, uh, I, I just sit there and I kneel and I watch them walk by. Hopefully, hopefully they're on crutches. Hopefully they have some sort of splint. Hopefully their kids are going to forget who they are when they get off the plane. Hopefully their dog doesn't know and recognize and just takes a shit instead of running into their arms. Only because I'm so sick of watching all of these welcome home videos with the soldiers. I'm sick of crying on YouTube. I can't take it. I'm going to stay down kneeling as Kyle goes. Yeah, I agree with everything that he said. Uh, I, too, would also not give up my 15, 16 first-class seats to the troops. Uh, and I know that I'm playing the rules wrong right now, but I don't care. That's what you do when you win the lottery. You don't play by the rules. You play by <laughs> Bill McMorrow's rules. Yeah. Don't you stand up. <laughs> I got to switch knees. I'm 31. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I just... So, so you're not debating me? <laughs> you're trying to be better than... You're just trying to prove your point better than me? Okay. Um, well... <laughs> I mean, you do have to actually play by the rules to win the lottery. That's the only way you can win is by the rules of said lottery. It's, it's, you just can't take the money from the state. That's not how it works. Time. <laughs> I'll give it up to the troops in a different way, just not my first-class tickets. Didn't say how we had to do it. They didn't say that I couldn't just bend over and let them have me. Now, 
I, uh, I'm not giving up my first class tickets. That's a given. And no, uh, if you win the lottery, you don't have to play. To win the lottery, you don't have to play by the rules because all you have to do is just buy every single ticket like the guy who won the lottery 19 times before they had to change the rules to screw him over. That's America. Okay, I got to hand the win here to Sean Connolly. Okay. Um, all right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingell and Katie Dungar. Ted, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second, Sean. Okay, Katie, what category would you like? Uh, I will take family, I guess. Family? Yeah. Okay, great. Mm. I'm trying to decide which one of these family ones to uh, ask. Okay, your question is from Ken Green. He asks, uh, you buy a lottery ticket with your partner, but break up before the drawing. It wins, but they have the ticket. Do you fake caring about them again to get some money, or uh, take them to court to claim your half? I'm really bad at faking things, my husband will tell you this, like, three times in one day. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go to court. I think I know a lot of lawyers out there who would be like, all right, this sounds like a good, fair law- lawsuit. I think, we can, I think we can get something here. And I also know a lot of lawyers who would immediately turn around and be like, all right, we won. Where's mine? Let me, let me put it this way. Uh, I trust the law more than I trust my own acting ability. And in this political climate, I think that says a lot. <laughs> Ted, here you go. So I'm arguing... I'm arguing that I would be a, an emotionally manipulative person for money. Yes. That's the side I have to defend. Yep. Listen, this is a capitalist society. You got to do what you got to do to get by. And you know what? If that means emotionally prostituting myself, I'll do that. Who? I'll tell everyone in this room I love you right now for, <laughs> for $5. Just, just buy me a beer. I'll, I'll whisper in your ear, you're the only one for me. Uh, you buy me a beer and a shot, I'll eat your ass. Uh, <laughs> so you, you don't know, <laughs> you don't want to know what I'll do for a half of a winning lottery ticket. Probably at least those things. <laughs> Time. Plot test: the lottery ticket was a scratcher, and they won five dollars. Um, All right, so Ted might be emotionally manipulative. That's fine. Good for him. I'm really proud of you, buddy. You can admit it. I, however, prefer being regular manipulative, which is why I need a lawyer, which is why I need to go to court. 
But that's about all I got. Listen, if you, if you use a lawyer, a lawyer's going to take like a big, big cut of it. And then you got to pretend to be in love with the lawyer to get that money back. <laughs> just pretend to be in love with one person and then, uh, you know, just uh, drain them of their energy until they just they die. You just steal their soul and then you inherit the money. That got dark. It got real dark. But... This is that's that's the nature Time. of capitalism. All right, I gotta hand the win here to Ted Pettingal. Okay, on to round two. So, first up in round two, everybody, please welcome Jer Palapple and Sarah Morgan. Jer, would you like to go first or second? Okay, Sarah, what category would you like? Work. Work, okay. Um, okay, your question is... Uh, oh, sorry, wrong one. Okay, your question is... You're at work when you find out you've won $6 million. Who do you tell off first? The boss or the customer? I think I'm going to tell the boss off first, um, and then I'm going to buy the company and fire him immediately, and then fire all of my coworkers that I hate. Um, and then probably just tank the whole thing because I don't enjoy working there and that feels like the ultimate way to end things is just ruining it for everybody. I'm going to tell off the customer. I'm just going to tell them off as hard as I can, use all the insults, racial slurs, whatever it takes. And then eventually he's going to be like, I want to talk to the manager. And I'm going to be like, I want to talk to the manager too. And then... <laughs> Then I tell the boss off. It's a two-for-one special, baby. Not that I need the discount. I won the lottery. <laughs> I think um, after I tell the boss off, I'm going to tell everybody else to tell off the customers for me because I'm the boss and I don't have to do the dirty work anymore because I've fired him and now subsequently everybody works for me in my fantasy where I'm in charge and I don't get screamed at all day, every day. <laughs> I would also buy the building and then put it out of business and then tell off all the people who worked with me on the way out as they're leaving and also the customers while they're leaving as well. Uh, and then I'd probably get the phone, uh, phone number for the upper, upper management, tell them off all the way to the top of Sony or whoever owns the, owns the company. Uh, just tell everybody off up the ladder. It's going to be fun. <laughs> All right. I got to hand the win here to Jir Palapple. All right. Next up, please welcome Angela Sawyer and Bill McMorrow. Bill, do you want to go first or second? We'll go second again. Okay. Please. Angela, what category would you like? Oh, boy. Uh, let's take reality. Reality, okay. Uh, oh. 
we're going to do this one. <laughs> okay. Angela, your question is, better way to steal lottery winnings? Poison the winner at a family dinner using cyanide? Or when your elderly mother asks you to sign her winning ticket for her, you sign your name instead and claim the money? Ooh, that is a tough choice. Uh, I think I'm going to go with... I think I'm going to go with signing my elderly mother's because... If you're going to steal the lottery money from somebody, the, the real win is watching their face <laughs> when they realize what you've done. And if you kill the person, they, like, you don't get as long a look. <laughs> but if you steal money from your elderly mother, then like the next day, you can go visit her again and again and again. And, and just every day have her be like, oh... <laughs> And, you know, bring her some cat food, because that's what she's having for lunch. <laughs> that was very harsh, but uh, presumably she was mean to you when you were young. I wish my mother was alive for me to swindle. That's one of my deepest, darkest regrets, is that I never got to steal a large amount of money from her. But I'd kill my family if I won the lottery. And what do you mean I can't keep seeing them? No one's going to find out they're dead. I can go back and visit the corpse whenever I want in, the, in that wherever I hit it. Probably, I'm assuming someplace good because I've recently come into quite a bit of money. So I'm, I'm able to, you know, on a whim, uh, you know, buy a catacomb or a catacomb-like thing. What's, that? What's something that's like a catacomb? I can get a mausoleum if I wanted to. I could buy a vault, I could buy a bank, and use the vault as a catacomb or a mausoleum. Those are all the words I know, pretty much. Oh, grave! I could b get a grave, or a catacomb, or a mausoleum. Time. I'm buying a string of nursing homes. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna put my mom in one, after the other, after the other. She's going through a maze of exciting nursing homes, shaking a lot. It'll be a fine time. Uh, I just, I think cyanide is more work than it is fun, that's all. It's just, you know, like just, all you gotta do is sign your name, so easy, so fun, so fine. Yeah, but cyanide is just like, boom, it's in the food. It's just, boom, it's, it's in the coffee or the beverage or the, the uh, fuck! I wish my mother was alive so I could swindle her. Maybe you do have the better idea. Let's all swindle our elderly mothers, guys. That's what America's all about. Oh, yeah. All right, I gotta go. Uh, in closing, I'll kill every one of you if I won the lottery. I'd fuck, no one would leave this room alive. Time. All right, I got to hand the win here to Angela I'll Sawyer. I'll kill everyone. Congratulations, Angela. All right, so uh, Angela, you'll stay up here. Um, yeah, so we have this will be like our finals for the show, uh, but we still got plenty of questions. Uh, so if anybody wants to do another debate, let me know because we can keep going. Uh, so next up, everybody, please welcome Jer Palapple. Jer Palapple. All right, so Angela, would you like to go first or second? Um, Jared's a tough opponent. I will go first. Okay. Um, 
so I'm just going to pick your question Please now that do. we're down to the last one. Please. Your question is from Ken Green. He asks, Scenario. You are guaranteed to win the lottery, but only if you agree to be struck by lightning twice. Do you buy the ticket? Yes Absolutely. No? <laughs> Absolutely. Of course I do. I think, I mean, I, let me tell you this. I buy the strongest, biggest, most robust vibrator on the market. <laughs> Being struck by lightning sounds like a perfectly fine time. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just going to be ex like thrice lucky. And any injuries that I might sustain, I can take care of with the billions of dollars that I've just won. So no problem. I'm happy to like live, do more, do all the things, the bad things, the good things, get them all. Yeah, no, I'm not taking that deal because there's no guarantee that I won't get struck by lightning a third time. That wouldn't be fair at all. I'd die. It's not good. I would take the, first off, I would find the person who is offering me the lottery ticket in exchange for the lightning strikes, and I would report them to the police. <laughs> that is terrorism of the brain, and I do not like it at all. And uh, I'd probably get a book deal and write a memoir about it and uh, probably get a couple thousand that way uh, and then live a pretty good life uh, and hopefully not get struck by lightning. Or otherwise, I would wind up poor and I'd try to commit suicide and then I might climb a very tall building and get hit by lightning anyway. Who knows? Life is crazy. Okay, as a person struck by lightning a bunch of times, I'm getting a great book deal. I'm also, like, I'm going to do my hair to go straight up all the time, put a lot of hairspray in there and go on TV every day. It's like the lightning girl. It'll be fine. Uh, also, I'm so ready to die. That sounds so nice. <laughs> so I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with that part of it either. Look at me. I'm Angela. I got hit by lightning, and I have money, and I have hair I can put up. Oh. <laughs> I'm a man of the people, and I would just take the little money I make and live my life and also not get struck by lightning and probably not be able to afford a hospital bill or a flu shot. That is my life. All right. I got to hand the win here to Angela Sawyer. Yeah, Angela is our champion tonight. Uh, we do still have some Thank questions you. here, though. You should debate Mike Seclo. Well, I'll read a I'm question. Gonna, yeah, you debate. Do you wanna, I'd love to. Yeah, okay. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Mike Setlo. <laughs> hey, Mike. I guess, uh, Mike, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Uh, so whatever question you like, Anne. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I can read your handwriting. Oh yeah, that's a problem. Okay, here we go. All right, this question is from Ethan Diamond. Uh, who's going first? I am. You are. Okay, Sean. What's the better way to let everyone from high school know that you have fuck you money now? Bankroll the entire reunion or show up in a helicopter? I think definitely showing up in a helicopter because uh, 
they might not even know if I paid for the reunion, right? Like, I could pay for the whole thing, and then I'd show up. Do you ever... You guys know how often you think everybody knows what's going on with your life, and then you show up, and they're like, hey, what's up with you? And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was, one time I was at my grandfather's funeral, and somebody, like, didn't know that I already got divorced, like, a year before. It seemed like info that they would have. So they came up to me when I was with my new girlfriend, and they were like, hey, Lisa, good to see you again. Right? So they might, I'm saying I would rather, the, the helicopter, they definitely know it's up. See, the only place at my high school you could land a helicopter would be the football field. And you can't really see that from the high school very well. So no one would know, and I just, they'd be like, oh man, he was a loser in high school, and now he's talking about how he showed up in a helicopter. <laughs> if I bankrolled the whole thing, absolutely everybody would know that I bankrolled the whole thing. My name would be all over that shit. I Donald Trump the shit out of that thing. In, in a putting my name on it, everything. Not the being wicked, racist, and misogynistic way. Like, oh. When I was in high school, Columbine happened. So I've got a lot of like, dude, see, I'm not a bad guy to like make up for here. Like, showing up in a helicopter, they'd be like, oh, great, he brought a whole SWAT team to shoot us up, but bankrolling it, everyone's gonna love me and everyone's gonna get really drunk and or high. Time! All right, so the question was what you do to show that you have fuck you money and you're gonna land your helicopter where it's safe to land it? Land that thing wherever the fuck you want. You've got fuck you money. I'm gonna like just land that thing right in the parking lot and just tell people to duck. <laughs> I could just bankroll the whole thing and let nobody in. You'd have to have a really good pilot to keep the blades near the door at all times. I could just... Shit, I would pay Mr. T to just stand there and tell everybody they're not getting in. It's like, did Mr. T go to our high school? It's like, no. Mike set low Time. Okay. That was a great debate. Excellent points. Very logical points. Both guys got in some funny comments. However, Mike Setlow mentioned both Mr. T and Columbine, so he wins. <laughs> that was Pick a Side, Stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. All right, so that is our show this week. We'll be back again next Friday night at 7 p.m. with more debates at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. In the meantime, if you want to see me out in public, I will be at Sally O'Brien's 7.30 p.m. every Monday night hosting Open Mic Comedy. I'll be at the Poor House on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. in the basement. we got half-price chicken night there and some great stand-up comedy. Sunday, November 11th, I will be hosting this very show, Pick a Side Stupid, at the Comedy Studio in Somerville, 8 p.m. 
And if you don't live in Boston and you can't get to any of these shows, you can still find me on the internet. I have a comedy album out called 100 Problems. So just search Sean Carter 100 Problems. You'll find me. Check out the CD. I want to give a big congratulations to Angela Sawyer for winning this week and a thank you to Sarah Morgan for doing all of the artwork. And thanks to you, the audience, for listening. We'll see you next week.